Media Production. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Cold Shower Podcast. Before I get into the discussion that I'm having with myself today, I wanted to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Cold Shower Media. Cold Shower Media is my company. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary. We have a lot of cool podcast production projects that are in the works, and I'm very excited to be heading into the second year of business with existing clients where we're going to be rolling over their services and continuing to work closely with them, as well as attracting some new clients. And so I just want to remind you that if you're at all ever interested or know of a company or an individual that might be interested in podcast production, you can follow the links in the show notes, go to coldshowermedia.com, send me an email and we can discuss the potential project in detail and get everything squared away. And also, if you have not yet left a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts for this show and you continue to consume the content, I would just really highly encourage you to do that. You could even go grab your grandma, your grandpa, your aunt, your uncle, your younger sister, your older brother's phone and log in on their Apple account and leave a rating and review. I'm really trying to crack the 100 mark and I think we're in the mid 80s right now. I would love to just cross that threshold and I value what you guys would have to say about this operation. So. Thank you so much. If you can go do that, it's really appreciated. Now, the conversation I'm having today with one of my favorite guests, myself, um, I wanted to discuss vaccination. Now, something that I've had discussions about on my other show, which is Breaking the Surface with my co-hosts, Beth Milligan and Anthony Weber, we had talked about just kind of the realities of the vaccination as it would become available. Since the vaccine has become available, I haven't really broached the subject. Uh, I haven't done much on social media and I also haven't had detailed discussions about it on this show either. So I thought that it would be worthwhile for me to kind of write a blog style uh, thing, kind of outlining how I arrived at the decision I did to get the double jab. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to loosely read through what I wrote down just to really give you guys an idea for why I did what I did. I think that with the mounting tensions surrounding surrounding the vaccination, the least we can do, even if it's people that are arriving at a different place than we are with their decision, is to hear what other people are saying, why they're doing what they're doing. As long as they're reasonable and measurable and truthful and seeking truth in their approach, I think that you know, we deserve to give them the benefit of the doubt. And so I'm hoping that you can extend that grace to me as I, as I read through my experiences and what has led me to the decision that I made. So without further ado, here we go. All right. So if it's not already become obvious, I got vaccinated. I looked at the odds of getting sick. I looked at the odds of survival, neither of which really scared me that much, to be honest. I'm 31. I have no negative health history. I exercise nearly every day. I get outside and I eat well. However, I did see the multiplicative impact that COVID would have on the entire world. So I chose vaccination over my fear of authoritative overreach. Slippery slopes exist, but so does my ability to draw a line in the sand. So maybe you could call this a combination of a healthy distrust of authority while still having a respect for expert opinions and then interjecting my own personal take on what's needed. What makes the most sense for me is to participate in fighting the immediate enemy, which is COVID. 
I wanted to take responsibility for what I thought and still think is the only way to get out of this pandemic to get enough vaccinated individuals that COVID dies. Because let's face it, even those that aren't vaccinated are benefiting from the vaccination of those around them. You remember when we were just hearing about COVID, but it still seemed impossible that such a thing could actually impact our life over here in the U.S.? Shortly after that, one of our dearest friends had both of her parents in the hospital fighting COVID. It was at the time when treatments seemed like a crapshoot and being put on a vent was a death sentence. She was quite literally preparing to say goodbye to her dad. The outlook after weeks on event was that poor. By the grace of God, he survived. He's still feeling the effects. For me, getting vaccinated seems like a good way to honor that man's struggle for life. I have a niece with achondroplasia, which is a form of dwarfism. Along with that comes difficulty breathing. Her ability to take a breath is unlike my own, totally out of her control. Healthy eating, exercise, and sunlight will benefit someone like her, just like it does us, but it's not enough. So, because I wanted to spend time with her, I got vaccinated. My mom is both a cancer survivor and struggles with autoimmune issues. So imagine the fear when my dad got COVID and thought he might have exposed her. When people nonchalantly mention that COVID only impacts those with underlying conditions, they're talking about my mom. When the county my mom calls home is making national news because it has some of the highest case counts in the country, imagine the fear. I got vaccinated to protect my mom. Only a few short months before the vaccine became available, my grandparents lost some of their best friends to COVID. Now, these aren't people that made poor life choices, leaving themselves more vulnerable to COVID. They were victims of the one thing we all hope to do, which is age. Imagine that. Those that have managed to live to an old age have the unfair increased possibility of dying from something that we have a vaccine for. I got vaccinated for them. Lastly, I got vaccinated because I believe it's my Christian responsibility. This is where it could get dicey for some listeners. Actually, it's probably already gotten dicey for some listeners. But by now, it might be common knowledge that white Christians are among the group most unlikely to get the vaccine. I don't want to explain why, because I think it would overshadow what I'm hoping is otherwise an insightful look at why I did what I did. I'm talking about my desire to play a corporate role in protecting those around me. In biblical times, hospitality was far more than simply being friendly or polite. It was both a duty and an act of mercy. Hospitality was often necessary for survival. Strangers traveling the road were vulnerable to weather, starvation, dehydration, even robbery or murder. Welcoming in safe environments often had to come compliments of strangers. It's not a reach to say that being offered a roof and food was quite literally life-saving when traveling. So I guess I'm trying to be the friendly stranger with a warm home and flowing water to offer to passerbys. The opposite of hospitality is inhospitality the refusal to give or serve. What makes inhospitality so dangerous is that often by refusing to give or serve, we are actually taking away. Think back to the traveling analogy. Those that lock their doors to strangers may have convinced themselves that they were merely withholding something, not actively doling out punishment. So what harm were they actually causing? Well, if it's not obvious, By keeping our doors closed, we can admit that we are willing to let strangers become subjected to the outside threats of the world. In my mind, again, 
This is in my mind. Getting vaccinated was the easiest and best way to honor and protect those with whom I'm sharing air. These were just a couple of my thoughts that I've had the last few days. I've witnessed tensions mount surrounding the vaccine discussions, and it wouldn't be fair to claim transparency in my operation here unless I explained why I received the vaccine. So if this moved you in some way, good. If it offended you in some way, I would ask that you understand that I, as a fellow human, am more complex than you will ever know. I am more than just this five to 10 minute soundbite. I've wrestled with the realities of this world just like you have. I'm scared about the future just like you are. As each day comes and goes, we invite new uncertainties, new opportunities to be hospitable or inhospitable, to be heard and to hear. So I'm thankful for a community like this one, where people can click play and open themselves to understanding others or exit the podcast app and seek to move forward in their own way. All I ask is that however you move forward, that it be informed by care for others. Thanks for listening. I love you. Bye-bye.